episode of 252 with your host, Frank G and Ralphie D. I remember we were talking uh, before about the Dice Show. Uh, I still haven't watched that first episode yet. I'm going to now that it, uh, it's the weekend. Uh, and I'll have a little bit of free time to do some things. Because it's the weekend, you got nothing better to do. <laughs> you can sit down, jerk off, and then watch the dice, man. You know. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. What are you saving it up for? Blow it the fuck out! <laughs> I just listened to a bunch of his stuff because I put the CDs through. And uh, and since I had them <clears throat> all loaded up at once to, uh, to convert over a... Uh, I, listened, I said, well, you know, I don't remember listening to these last couple very much at all. And it's like you can see the decline from where he started out really good, and then he got he, he leveled off, and then like after that dice rules thing, he just went like, <laughs> you know? oh yeah, like. Uh, but it seemed like Dice decided that that Andrew was no longer portraying Dice; that Dice was just his whole person. So he went from being, oh, haha, I'm in on this joke, to just being this guy who looked like he was a dickhead in real life. Yeah. Oh, man. It's not funny it, when you know it, he's it, really it, doing that shit. <laughs> like uh, face down, ass up. Wasn't that one of his albums? Yeah, I think that was one of the ones I did. I just saw. I said, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. But I, don't, I don't know. I didn't listen That's to that one, one yet. That's one of the ones I picked up, and it came out like, Oh, shit, maybe nine? No, not ninety. Like two thousand or something like that. Late late nineties, two thousand. And uh, I remember it being kind of funny and you know the dice man nostalgia, but you know just not capturing that old magic in a bottle like he did. You know. But hey, he we like always he was, got the classics. Yeah, he's you know he was just being dirty to to be dirty after a while. Like, well, that, there's not even really a joke in there. He's just saying. Dirty shit to ladies in the audience, you know. Like it's not really a joke when you're like, "Hey, baby, it's not like I, I came I, up on stage." That. Yeah, it's like, I want to do this to you, you know. It's like, well, he, you do want to do that to her. It's not really all that funny. It's you're just describing shit you want to do after the show, and that's not worth money. Uh, when it, it seemed like when it seemed like yeah, that wasn't like something Murphy you said, could do. It's not like I just came up on stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's pussy, fuck, motherfucker, <laughs> shit, but. Suck my balls. <laughs> Suck my dick. Have a good night. <laughs> things have, at, at think about point. how far things have changed since we were kids. Which we're not ancient in we're you know, we're fucking middle aged now, I suppose. You have to freely admit that yeah, okay, we're forty something. But uh you know things have fucking changed, man, since we were since we were teen since we graduated even shit has changed a lot. It's pretty crazy yeah. really, when you think about it. We were t- there was an article about how the kids today you know, are fucking useless and helpless and they can't do shit because we've made sure that they have everything that they want and need right away. Like we always, you know, like, well, I wish I had this, so you're going to have it kind of thing. You know, they yeah, haven't, they haven't had to fight for anything. They haven't had to work for anything. It's just been like they don't understand how you have to like save up for shit and then go to the store and buy it and it's out of stock and shit. They just have like dad hit amazon and get this sent to the door you know shit shows up in two days yeah. <laughs> right there's not no. to mention all the media at a uh, shit 
at a moment's notice you exactly. can find anything you want anytime that was that was it was talking about there's no delayed gratification being taught like they don't have any sense of you know having to wait for something and it's well that's true we had if you missed a show you were fucked you were you missed that show till they reran that shit in the summer is what happened with us you know until, unless you were lucky enough that your friend had the vcr running that day or something right then uh that was you know two two out of like eight friends could possibly have done that or one out of four for those who like to reduce there you go <laughs> It makes me think of my uh, eighth grade math teacher who was pretty much like a drill sergeant dude that would, you know, Mr. Oren, you had Mr. Oren. He seemed like this Uh scary motherfucker, but then he was just like friendly as shit. But if you weren't weren't in his class, he was fucking an asshole. So you had to be in there to know. Yeah, he was awesome. I remember. I mean, he would tell jokes. That's, he had that dad sense of humor. So that's where I got a bunch of my, uh, you know, corny dad jokes and shit that I was telling even back then. <laughs> yeah, he was only good to his students. Like if you weren't in his classes, he didn't give two shits. <laughs> I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're really a nice. Oh, he was letting us play with his Apple and shit, play video games in class and stuff. Oh, if you're done, go ahead. Shit, this is great. Yeah. Have some fucking licorice and shit, play with video games, man, whatever. Uh, Can you teach those right. stupid yeah. kids how to do fucking math, the ones sitting in the corner? Well, yeah, I guess I could show them how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We always had to teach other people how to do it. As soon as you were done with yeah. stuff first, you always had to teach other people how to do it. Like I finished the word yeah, processing class so early. Yeah. To do it now? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So I finished that word processing class so early that I pretty much became the teacher for the second semester of the course. She took a nap. What the fuck oh, is this? She's on the phone with someone. What the fuck are you doing back there? Am I teaching all these people how to do this shit? I guess oh I'm better. I, I should get your paycheck, though. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> if they had paid me, I'd have showed up every day. Off a little I'd have come every day and stayed the whole time. You know? yeah, yeah, no doubt. Who who was that teacher? What was her name? <laughs> well, we called her Miss Hardon, but she was Miss Harden. And, 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 <laughs> and she did not harden anything, I'll tell you that. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> As far as like ladies who weren't old, are, 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 you see, you know, the old fat ones. Yeah, okay. Well, she's an old fat teacher, but uh, yeah. she was like thirty something, and she just was not attractive in any possible way. Oh, you feel bad for. Her. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not. Well, she's like one of our biggest fans today. She's been listening to this show since the second. She's now crying. Know, I'm right. sorry, Miss Harden. <laughs> Miss <laughs> hard off. I still would have done it with her, you know, if she wanted to you know, oh, yeah. fuck him. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure, but shit, any kind of uh, probably not though. You know, I was talking about that the other day. Like, I can think of several, at least a half dozen things that I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Or I could have done something with somebody, but was like, no, this is either not to my standards, or there's some weird thing why I don't want it. You know, like, <laughs> like when you're like 17, you're like, well. It's supposed to be like the first time with this kind of person. You're like, it shouldn't be with this like 40 year old chick who I don't hardly know, you know, things like that. But like, but it could have been, yeah, and it would have been like gotten that out of the way as practice goes so that you're ready for here, the next here. one. <laughs> you go. That's what I'm talking about. You get all that practice out of the way. I'm telling you, man, I, uh, my, my turn downs 
options are few and far between. I'm like, what? You want this? You can have this. This ain't no. Uh, <laughs> I didn't learn no that until it was too late. Yeah, and I still don't really. You know, I mean, like, I get told that people flirt with me a lot, and I have no idea when it's <laughs> like really. Oh, I, why don't you tell me when it was taking place so I recognize it next time? Because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then yeah. they point out all this shit, and I go, "Oh, really? Well, if that's the case, then I can think of about three or four more times." I go, oh man, so it's just like wait again. Wow. Where was this class when we needed it? They taught us all this other dumb shit, but didn't teach us that. We needed like teach us relations. Mister Quagmire teaching us. Giggity class. I said that we had as I and neither did none of us the, the the three you know four main people who are on this show none of us had that like slightly perverted well I guess Fred kind of counts but we didn't have that slightly perverted male role model around you know mine was a, a friendly guy who really didn't give two shits about that kind of stuff he'd talk about like you know the Sports Illustrated model or something go hoo hoo boobs you know but that was about the extent of his sexism. And uh, so we didn't yeah, have that, but, you know, that dirty character around to teach us how to fucking recognize the signs and stuff. Right. And uh, for me, it took a while. I mean, my older brother, he's seven years older than me. So when I'm 14 and he's 21, well, he's off doing his own thing. But there were times when, like, I would visit Chicago over the summer. Uh, he'd actually uh, lay some game on me. And I actually... um. I actually, uh, I don't want to say I got some play, but I actually did uh, go on a couple of dates with some lovely young ladies when I was in Chicago and uh, didn't never turned into anything because I was a scared bitch. Bitch! <laughs> didn't really know that I could, you know, move forward when I got that signal. I find out later when I'm telling the story. Yes, she did this and she did that. And he's like, man, that was your shot. That was your, I was like, oh, that was it. Ah, oh, damn it. I missed it. I missed my shot again. Is that like, uh, is that like the girlfriend I had in Niagara Falls kind of thing? You wouldn't know her. No, I get it. Cause yeah, you, I did the, the back and forth thing too, though. I had no girlfriends in either location. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had I had someone I was three and four, but I didn't have any when I was like thirteen or fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn! Even and then yeah. I, I saw the girl that I the, uh, right. my girlfriend when I was three and four. I saw her when I was fourteen, and she was no longer interested in doing those things. Like, damn! You know, the swing set's still out there. Let's go! You know, no. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Shit, the seesaw is my bed now. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, it wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm telling, I'm telling you. Um, here's here's the extent of one of my dates. I took. Uh, I was working at the um, the camera counter at Walgreens. My older brother, he was managing at Walgreens, and he got me a job in the camera. And I was like, oh shit, camera department. This is me, green smock, everything. Um, I struck up a nice friendship with uh, one of the girls in. Um, the uh, cosmetics department, this cute young lady. Uh, her name was Magali, and uh, she was uh, Mexican. And uh, she had a sister named Rosanna, 
and uh, Rosanna was a year or two younger, and she was the cute one. Not that Magali wasn't cute, but Rosanna was cute as hell. So my other camera department buddy, he and I like double dated with the sisters. We like went out, you know, had little barbecues and stuff like that. He was actually making moves with Magali and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get with Rosanna, get wit, get my 16 year old pee in her, her uh, 16 and a half year old pee. But, you know, I didn't know what to do. I'm fumbling into everything. Just, oh. It's hard this, to even find the pussy when you're 18. Yeah. You got a <laughs> shoehorn or some shit, baby? Yeah. <laughs> Not even getting to that level. I'm talking about arm around the back of the seat. <laughs> right. when I, I took right. her to go see who's that girl, and uh, I remember I had my arm around the back of the seat with the worst cramp, like 94% of the movie. And then... It was, there was like six minutes of movie left, and I finally worked up the gumption to get my arm around her, and it was just like, yeah, credits. I was like, ah, shit. Oh, I sat through this whole shitty myself. movie for this. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I oh, could yeah. have been that watching Disorderlies or some cool shit like that. <laughs> oh, I saw yeah, Disorderlies at the theater with my grandma, and she fell asleep like 10 minutes in. It was like, <laughs> There were like five right. people in there. It was just too loud as shit. So I remember that movie with a snore track over the top of it. It's good stuff. <laughs> that sound hey, right. Did I go out. see that with you at the Dollar Theater? Yeah, I think we did go and see that again there at the yeah. Dollar Theater. That's how I got to hear what was actually being yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, it was on this. It was on its second run, and uh, yeah, I remember I, that. I saw that more shit tough. at that Dollar Theater than anywhere else. Man, that was the best play. It was cheaper mm-hmm. than renting movies, man. It was like two fifty to rent a tape. It was a buck to get in. It was a dollar fifty, I think, to get in there. But yeah, a dollar fifty for a but double feature. For two movies, yeah, exactly. And you could stay through the two movies fucking four times if you really felt like being there the whole time. They didn't care. Yeah, for real. It was just a party. Once you went in the actual theater, there was just like all the kids from school fucking sitting there watching a movie. It was like being at somebody's big house. Oh, man, that was. Somebody yeah, was probably videotaping the restrooms or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, shit. I went to see uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead and Fright Night. Uh, that that was a great double feature. Yeah, I, I would have been too. I, I opened. And, uh, I wasn't ready for that at that age. I mean, now I was yeah. Like, yeah, that would have been cool. And I remember that, but I remember driving past and going, "Ooh." It's like mm-hmm. at, the, at the drive-in sometimes you'd go past and I'd always try to see what was on at the drive-in. And sometimes it'd be like somebody getting fucking yeah. stabbed in the face. You know? Like, whoa! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, I was traumatized at an early age at the uh, drive-in. Um, I remember being asleep in the back seat of the car and um, mom, my mom still to this day loves horror movies. I remember 
we're going to see the double feature of those the gates of hell and um well shit it, it was a like a, a italian horror um, <laughs> double feature oh and uh the one thing that stuck with me was uh, this. It was well. Now I know it was uh, Asia Argento uh, vomiting her guts out <laughs> on screen, like pulling her intestines out of her mouth on the on the screen, and it was like the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I woke up to this. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> our investment in Transformers, GI Joe, and comic books, and some of those albums was actually. Uh, was worth it you know, as far as it paid off you know if you had some certain toys they were worth more now than if you had invested in you know stocks and bonds and shit well was the megatron gun metal at first or had some metal pieces yeah he he was metal with plastic you know because they, they they it couldn't all be metal i think the, probably the japanese one might have all been metal but the one that we had that, uh, that i got was uh you know he was mo- mm-hmm. he was metal on the legs and part of the arms and shit but some of it was plastic but then it had that, you know, it had the stock that attached to it that went to your shoulder, and it had that scope, <clears throat> and then it had the barrel extender and the silencer thing on it. And, you know, and you put all that shit on, that- and I used to play like James Bond with it because it was James Bond's gun too. But like, you know, I could, you know, if you walked outside with that, I could see somebody thinking you had some real shit. <laughs> it was not a, not a pretend looking toy at all. We could have been <laughs> fucking shot. <laughs> Oh yeah, that too. Those, <laughs> those were guns. That they were just pellet guns and shit. But but those were yeah. those were guns. But yeah, I mean, you know, remember the you know, eighty five, eighty six, eighty eighty whatever. Probably until they started making everything orange. They had those like uh, there were four of them. There were the the machine gun sort of squirt guns. One was the Uzi that I had, and they yes. had sort of like an AK, and then there was a bigger one that looked like a like a bazooka or some stupid shit. But those things looked just like, you know, plastic machine guns. <laughs> there was no red tip. There was no orange and yellow color pattern and shit. It was just like, you know, a black fucking, you know, machine gun with a strap that looked pretty realistic from about three feet, let alone 30 yards. It may have been slightly smaller, but that Uzi was pretty freaking, uh, that was pretty accurate, I think. <laughs> Um, also, was that was that those zapped guns with the um, that die that you would squirt, or were they actual? <laughs> yeah, Mike's, Mike's the ones that he had. Those were probably zappets. I can't remember what the the one I had was was. There was another product. They called them something else. That that four. I can't remember what the hell those were called. So I'll have to look that up. But those things, there was just those four, and I had like the you know the Kmart knockoff version. I think it wasn't even the real one that cost twice as much. Same shit, you know, one was made in China and one was made in China with a different label. I never minded dollar store toys, you know, as long as you were aware they were dollar store toys when you went in. Like, it's going to be a piece of shit, but it cost a buck. So, we used to remember dollar store lunches. Well, it was 98 cent store. We were on an even thriftier. And we were going in there buying, like, a box of pop tarts, a bag of chips, and a six pack of whatever the fuck. And like, you know, why, why the fuck? Why did I get fat? Oh shit! But you were fucking skinny though. But you know, I then went home and had them feed me a fucking fifteen hundred calorie meal every night. So uh, you know, that made a difference too. Here, eat yeah. eat this. Like, <laughs> Back when my mom, you know, that's, that's funny. I was talking about this. She's like, even when she was older and stuff, it's like you know. 
She's like, well, I don't add salt to anything. I don't, I, she was on a low-salt diet, and that's what John was on, a low-salt diet. And she said, I don't add any salt. And I'm like, well, wait, wait a second. You know, you're using, like, Betty Crocker, all gratin potatoes and fucking ragu sauce and all this shit that's, like, t- full of fucking salt, you know. And she says, that's low-salt. And I'm like, well, this is the problem you have here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you're... Awesome. you're you're under 500 milligrams of salt a day is somewhere around 4,500 instead. <laughs> Just because you put the salt shaker the fuck away does not mean that you're actually achieving low salt. So yeah, that, that's a problem I think that a lot of people that are older have that didn't grow up with the nutrition facts thing in their face all the time. Including right. us. You know, including us. Because I know like, and that does help because I've seen, like, since I've seen a, a hostess fruit pie, which now is half the size anyway that it used to be. And you look at it and you uh, go, this has what in it? Holy shit. <laughs> you know, like 600 calories and 40 grams of fat or something. You're like, man, I used to eat, like, fucking six of these things a week. <laughs> fuck, you know. Or more because the school had them too, yeah. Uh, and then you'd think that they were good for you because they have fruit in them. It's got fruit in it. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, my God. I, I, like, that was the healthy, you know, I, well, I didn't want to sit and go in the line and get the, the whole lunch. So I just had, like, you know, a huge-ass cinnamon roll covered in fucking sugar and this huge chunk of French bread and, like, maybe, a, you know, a fruit pie later. Uh, that's good for our gigantic fucking cookie. That's good for you, right? We're good. Well, that was my lunch. The giant cookie, the French bread uh, that was buttered as fuck. And then <laughs> then a couple cherry Cokes. Yeah, uh, that too. I, I usually get like one Diet Coke to go, you know, but the other one was usually not. So, okay. It's a good thing that we had to walk a fucking mile and a half between classes all the time, or else we did, you know, I'd have been way bigger. No. And, and there wasn't too much bigger to be at that point. So I, I'm playing Saints Row 4. I bought that like two years ago or something on a sale because they had the huge package for 12 bucks or something with all these toys and shit with it. But have you ever seen that game? I've seen it, but I've never played it. How good is it? Well, it's whack. It's like, you know, Grand Theft Auto gone berserk pretty much. But, uh, you know, your character, the, the vice president in that is Keith David. And he's not just played by Keith David. He is Keith David. Then he knows that's who he is, right? So, like, right. you know, that's the character in this. And at one point, lo and behold, you know, all these, there's all these signs throughout the whole game that, like, the stop signs say obey and shit, right? So what? at one oh. point in the game, you're like you, you, Keith David is possessed by some alien, and fucking Rowdy Roddy Piper shows up with his hot rod shirt on and his kilt. And he's like, oh. Oh. they they get in the they live fight for like the whole three minutes or whatever, you know. And then he takes <laughs> off, and then like you're teamed up with Piper to go through the the rest of the level to go back and save him. I'm like this is uh, crazy. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, if uh, I wouldn't be mad if uh, there was a day live update. I mean, uh, I will still watch the uh, you know the '86 version without that. I just watched it like last month. I but, doubt that they, they, there's there's either little interest in or no permission to do any of that carpenter stuff. But I guess they did the fog. 
and they've done a Halloween, but that's probably not his his permission. He doesn't have the rights to that, I don't think anymore. Yeah, I think so, you're right. But I, I think he's got Escape from New York, and he's got uh, mm-hmm. you know some of those other ones for sure still. Yeah, I just watched Escape from New York uh, a few months back. Escape from L.A., my God, that was awful. <laughs> it had Bruce Campbell, though, so you have to give it like, you know, bonus points for the five minutes he was there. <laughs> That's all you get. It, it wasn't, it wasn't. And you know what, though? It's a victim of what I keep saying, that uh, movies from about 1991 to about 1996 were garbage. And from 96 to 2000, they were slightly improved garbage. <laughs> and then things then things got serious again when they perfected like all the experimental shit they worked on for the ten prior years. Yeah, you watch back some I of those it. movies and you're like, "Ooh, this is this is not only bad looking, but it's the poor acting and the script sucks." And oh man, yeah, and there are there are those standouts like House Party that are you know <laughs> always going to be. <laughs> See, that's ninety and ninety one were House Party one and two. Yeah, and they cut off. It's cut off after that. And House Party three, I've never even seen. I don't even think it has kid and play, does it? It's got like those yeah, fucking, kid plays uh, in it. It's got those kids. What the fuck are those guys called? I think it's ABC. It might be another bad creation, possibly. I, I forget. I forget who's in it. There's one group of kids that's from here that's in that movie. I can't think of who they are. Their their uh, gold CD is on the wall at the studio that I go to, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're immature or something like that. Immature, that's it. Immature. It looks like three yeah. chicks, but it's three dudes. <laughs> it looks that's like it. three chicks, but but the dudes. <laughs> yeah, and, that's, and it's the first uh, appearance of Chris Tucker also. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, someday I'll see that, I suppose, but I haven't bothered with it yet. We did watch House Party 2 the other day. I watched it with the kid. Like, there's not much in this movie that's really objectionable. It's It's... It'd probably be PG thirteen now. There's not even like a boob or anything in there, and uh, and he, he he liked it. No, not even. Uh, the only impressionable right. impressionable thing he came off with was uh, was Bilal, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's now yelling that at video game things. Oh, all right, there you go. <laughs> how old is he? Eight. He's ten. He's almost ten. 11. Yeah. Eleven soon, so he's at the like the age where, you know, like like it's like his mom is like, well, I don't know, you know, sometimes she's, you know, I, me too, we both sometimes wonder what is appropriate for him and stuff. I'm like, well, a, he's hearing everything there is to hear on YouTube that even if we're paying attention, you can't avoid. And, yeah. Uh, and B, I'm like, well, wait, let me think about this. Like eleven is when, like that's 1985. You know, I was definitely hiding. You know, Prince, you know, not the witch wasn't that bad, but I was already starting to hide. Like, Two Live Crew, I was hiding in 86 when I was 12. You know, so we were hiding things that said motherfucker, but we weren't really hiding things that were about sex yet. But 12 years old, for sure. Oh, man. uh, Hey, We Want Some Pussy came out in 86, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, that's like Lottie Dottie in 85, which it said you know, about the, uh, it had one line in there that was kind of, you know, so I, that was yeah. the, the beginning of, of explicit anything. That was it before, but nothing like that before then. How long did it take for your parents to get to that whole, um, they don't, it's whatever you do, you do. 
Oh, uh, well, I, uh, it was. It kind of came in little levels. Where like I could say like a couple of words by the time I was like eleven, twelve, thirteen, but uh, but fully not not really caring probably when I was fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Like when, by the time I was driving, they, they were no longer like, you know, like I'm gonna say fuck because I'm driving a car and I have to curse at these people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it took a, um, my older kids were you know. At least out of high school, before they started swearing around me, and it's not, and it's few and far between. Yeah, I don't care what my my kid says. I just he just sometimes says things he doesn't understand, and then they're not appropriate because you could say that shit at the wrong time if you don't know what you're saying. Because he just oh, yeah. he just imitates what he hears these idiots, you know, these Irish people mostly for some reason. The guys he likes are all screaming with an Irish accent. Maybe it's fake. I know one of them is like from Ireland, so he's legit. But uh, you know, it's the, the the he hears you know like he was up there yelling at something like he's like we, Mario who's playing Smash Brothers and he's like suck my dick and suck his dick and all this stuff and like you know I'm like well, you really shouldn't run around saying that you know that's that's not cool I guess you can say that at school and you say that yell at that at a girl and suddenly like you're sitting in the office and I got to come up there <laughs> you know. He's like, well, oh, it's like yeah. it's like kiss my ass. I'm like, no, it's not like kiss my ass. See, because there's a difference that you don't understand yet. Right. So like now, I gotta explain to you the difference. <laughs> you know? like, as soon as I start explaining to you the difference, you get kind of like nervous and don't want to hear what I'm saying. So it's like well, you're not you don't you're not ready yet because obviously you you back away. So it's like, well, when you stop backing away, you'll understand more of the reasons why you shouldn't say that. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a conversation uh oh god because <laughs> they, they just did the, the some sort of health class where they taught them a little bit of stuff at school and then they did something about hiv and i'm like well you don't have to worry about that because you got to get that you know you can't just pick that up from somebody's desk you got to be you know doing you know some you know putting needles in yourself or having sex at least you know and, he, and i said you're not doing either of those things right so you're good so, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> they made him panic for whatever reason, because that stuff was oh, always man. scary. But I said, "Well, do you want to know anything else?" He, I said, "He said, do you, I said, do you know anything?" He's like, "Well, not really." I said, "Well, do you want to hear anything?" He's like, "Well, no, not yet." I said, "Okay, well, let me know when you're ready." Okay. Well, there you go. He doesn't give a crap yet, but one day he will. And I said, well, just let me know when you want to know, because then I'll tell you instead of like asking your friend there who has, you know, who knows who what he knows, or, or asking your buddy A. Steve over there who has been watching like fucking porn with his unsupervised house since he was three. You know, don't ask oh. him what it's about because he's going to have a different story. Yeah, I, I think it's probably good that. We- we didn't grow up with that access because that would have been too much too early <laughs> too much too early and i wouldn't even want it that early yeah well, i remember <laughs> finding hardcore stuff when i was about 12 and going whoa yeah that's, that's like alien and scary when you're 12 you know but like but it's like beer you're like well oh, yeah. I'm a, I, I don't like this but i'm gonna keep looking at it <laughs> until i think it's pretty cool <laughs> Like, well, yeah. first I'll just look at this part, which I do think is cool, but I'll just, like, ignore that part that I'm afraid of, and then we'll slowly we'll kind of we'll, like, peek at that. Well, wait, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah. 
Cause we had like seventies club magazines in the eighties that were the things that were being found around there that he, you know, brought from the elevator pits and shit. And like, you know, there was oh, some yeah. scary shit. <laughs> if I ever see it now, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on there?" I remember, I remember some penthouse where like the girls looked like they had more underwear on when they took their underwear off than they did when it was on. You know, like what the uh, what just happened there? You know. Oh man, I still remember the penthouse uh, where, and that's one reason why I didn't like penthouse fully because you know they would do the full beep spread. Wasn't into that. Yeah, they did, but, they um, do it nice. One chick had her pubes cut in that box shape, so we were like, "Hey, it's <laughs> yes. a box. That's why they call it a box." Dude, the thing <laughs> is funny is we can both like totally fucking see that picture right now. Like, oh, yep, I see that. Yep, and exactly the angle and everything exactly how that was. Boom, you can picture it. Like, yep, just permanently there. Like when you look at the sun and then you blink and you see it later, it's that same thing. The, that same the thing box burned that in. was burnt into memory. <laughs> That's impressionable oh, that's stuff that we were what like a twelve or something when I saw that and that, that's there and you know, it gets in there. It was the, probably the first time I saw that and went, "What the fuck is going on there?" And then there was the chick like who was a centerfold that had it shaved into a heart shape. Like, what's going on there? Yeah. Uh, how does he grow that into that exact <laughs> shape? Very. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents must be proud. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, man, I tell you. Yeah, they talk about the impressionable youth and stuff being burned on your brain, man. That happens. That is real. <sighs> but thank goodness we could handle it. We didn't turn out to be some fucked up individuals. That, like, uh, that's, yeah. that's the concern for the people today is that, you know, that's why I said, well, let me know because, like, I'll give you, you know, fucking playboy level shit and not you know whatever you're gonna get when you type whatever you're looking for into google mm. yeah because yeah, i know what pops up there even if you type in slightly innocent things it immediately leads you to fucking non-innocent things you know like boobs yeah. and then suddenly there's like you know just the hardest of core pops up along with the innocent sort of boobs that are at the top somewhere that you can't really see not cool. <laughs> One little picture of boots and it's like, ah, it's too much. Yeah, because you know, too much. Too the stuff that's out there now, because everything has to. Yeah, it's like everything, like music or movies. Everything has to outdo what came before it. So the stuff now is just like ridiculous. <laughs> like what the hell? I don't even want to see this. This is beyond. Yeah, we're beyond my interest levels now. I don't. This offends me almost. Like I don't know. This turns me off. <laughs> it was like you know what I'm glad it exists and it's out there but right, not exactly, for me exactly that yeah offend is sort of the wrong like I'm I'm not troubled by its existence but it's not something I need to watch yeah there you I go just, can't we just see like <laughs> no. some, like isn't it like big booty strippers volume 3 somewhere where we can, I, mean, I don't need to see them stuffed from all angles and things like that yeah <laughs> I was yeah, watching was, uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold cartoon today, and like, you know, that was like the best shit. And, and the last episode talks about how it was like light, and how it jumped the shark, and then they hire Ted McGinley to play Aquaman to so because Batmite is trying to get the show taken off the air to bring back a darker cartoon. Like the whole thing is just funny. That sounds interesting. <laughs> that oh, yeah. that was a series. 
Yeah, it was cartoons. If you haven't seen those, you just uh, it's probably on Netflix. Watch the final episode. You can watch it first, and it just lets you see the tone that the rest of the you know is is it's basically like Silver Age team up, Raven the Bold, you know the way they used to do it, and everything's drawn like it's nineteen sixty two. You know, sort of oh. like the square jawed original Batman of you know the first ones that we ever saw, kind of. Yeah, uh, and all the characters. There's Plastic Man. There's the Atom. There's you know the Red Tornado. There's Dead Man. You know, there's all kinds of cool. It's just everybody that was cool, and the Outsiders are all in there. It's, it's badass. But it's it's you know there's it's funny too. Batman is sort of the straight man, obviously, but there's humorous shit going on. But it's not funny like the '60s level. But uh, you know, it wasn't all dark and broody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watched uh, Batman Year One. That was good. That was really good. Yeah, some of those are pretty good. Now, the Killing Joke that's coming out there. The first R-rated Batman cartoon. Okay. Which means what? It means either like we're gonna see the bare ass of Commissioner Gordon. Or we're gonna see, you know, a two graphic shooting of Barbara Gordon. That's the only two things that could make that happen. You probably get to see some cartoon titties. You could, but they they weren't in the book. They were implied, but they weren't actually there. Right. So I don't see where they, if they put them in the cartoon, it's because they added because they couldn't cut around it because it's you know three dimensional for so to speak. <laughs> there's no and they can't do it as a series of stills to avoid it but, but they could because he delivered the, the images as photos you know if they're going to have to do the scene as an actual animation then yeah that's going to be rough hmm. which may be because the book's only what like 35 pages or something and it's going to be a 90 minute movie yeah. I mean I remember it being short a good read though but i mean you know just that i love that iconic cover too yeah have you seen that book lately what, what, they, that, uh, no i haven't read in 20 years they they, they you know deluxe edition remastered recolored the thing because the uh, the artist didn't like the way they they sort of you know, made it sort of psychedelic where there was a lot of really bright, huge red pages and things like that where it looked like the Joker's funhouse lights were on everything. Right. But that was the mood and the tone that we, you know, absorbed when we read that book. Yeah. Now they've taken it, it's like the movies, they've taken all that red, green, and blue shit off and made it sort of dark gray and kind of greenish. You know, it looks sort of old noir, kind of, you know, modern comic-y and realistic but it does not look like the book that we remember at all and then when the, yeah. some of the stuff is going on at the end where they're sort of messing with gordon's head and the lighting isn't there messing with his head and like well that's part of how he's messing with him and now you can't right. tell because it's gone because somebody's decision 20 years later was like oh that looks stupid <sighs> you dickhead that was Sometime there for a reason <laughs> going back in and messing with the original decisions that you made not always good you know don't take pages out of george lucas's book and fuck well, with you know, <laughs> shit, you know they made that into a you know deluxe 50 dollar hardcover I'm, I'm pretty sure it only has the new version in it like well for the same price just stick the old version in it too 
I'm saying. And then I can Oof. read them both ways and even have the, you know, the, maybe it does. I could be wrong. That book might have both versions in it. But the one I looked at did not. It might not have been the deluxe edition. Wow. That's funny how that one has become such an iconic uh, graphic novel, too. I mean, I remember it being good, but a lot has been made of it since. And other other shit's come out, too. Other graphic novels and stuff like the, it was the Batman shit through time or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, it was timing. You know, a lot of people missed buying the, the Dark Knight Returns when they were on the shelves. And I only bought a couple because mm-hmm. that shit was expensive. Like, it was, you know, a book was 75 cents and those were four bucks. Like, so yeah. I was like, well, I'll buy you know, three of these and skip that. So a lot of people missed that. And then the movie was coming out. So they're like, oh, the Joker, you know, and it's, it's, that's, you know, that's good stuff. And there was a big Joker push then, you know, like it was yeah. on every T-shirt in the, in the windows and stuff. So, oh, yeah. so I think I people bought that like, well, this is going to be collectible. So because so many people bought it and read it and wanted it to be collectible, it, so, you know, it became so. Because they yeah. only printed like you know, 50,000 or whatever. It was a short print, and we all bought three of them. You know, so the second prints were in shops like a week later. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember uh, opening it up and seeing the second printing on there, like, holy shit, <laughs> already? Yeah, so like the, the ones that I like, I checked, and like I have, I think, three first prints, and then a second print that's beat to shit that was probably the one I carried to school. It's like, well, yeah, you know, those are expensive as fuck now, relatively speaking, compared to the <laughs> three bucks or whatever they were. I said, well, you got to send them in to get enclosed in plastic and shit, though, to really get the money out of them. Now, uh, what's the highest print that you've seen on a uh, on a book or a novel or something? The most, like ever, some of those like uh, seventh print. <laughs> oh, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Uh, well. I've seen novels that are in like their 27th and stuff like that, but comics, I think probably like the fourth printing. Right. I saw some fourth printing X-Men or Spider-Man when that stuff was huge. Oh, which, which, which one? Like the McFarlane Spider-Man number one or the Jim Jim Lee Spider X-Men number one. Right. Should I got to check mine and make sure I have first prints of those? You probably do. There were plenty of them, but they they just they you know they printed those and packed them in a bunch of things and stuff. So there was tons. Yeah. Oh man, there were so many variant covers too of that uh, Spider-Man number one. Oh yeah. Uh, not as bad as now, but, but <laughs> back then it's like. Man, come on. <laughs> I enjoyed the first Sin City series. I remember, uh, I, I, and I didn't read it until I was an adult, but I do remember seeing Marv on the cover and stuff and being like, what the hell is this? And not really, um, you know, grasping the concept because I was still into, you know, Spider-Mans and the, you know, stuff we were into back then. And then I remember reading it and then, hey, you know, this Frank Miller kid, he's going places. <laughs> and uh, that was probably mostly based on the, the night returns, you know, loving that. And then uh, the movie, I thought the, the first movie was well done. 
Um, and then the second movie, and oh man, oh man, <laughs> I remember it looking good, and then I watched like uh, I went through the movies to see it, and I was, it was like fifty six minutes in, and I was like, this is garbage. <laughs> I walked out. Wow, yeah, that does not sound like a winner at all. Yeah, it was terrible. But since I've caught it on cable, and yeah, it's still shitty, too. I mean, even with uh, the chick's titties all through the movie, there is a naked chick through the whole damn movie, and it still wasn't capturing my interest. Yikes. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And she has some big-ass titties. Once you've seen him for a few minutes, you figured him out. You don't need to keep looking at the same ones for two hours. Yeah, I'm saying, let's mix it up a little bit. Let me see some other people's titties. I mean, I'm not against seeing titties, but... It was the blackest night, there was no moon in sight. You know the stars ain't shining cause the sky's too tight. I heard the scary wind, I seen some ugly trees. There was a werewolf walking along the side of me. I'm meeting on bad, you know I ain't no sissy Got a big titty girl here by the day of Chrissy Talking about her in my bike and me And this ride up the mountain of mystery, mystery Even the crickets were acting weird up here And so I figured I might just drink a little beer I said, give me some of that, what you're sucking on But there was no reply, cause she was gone Where's those titties I like so well And my goddamn beer is what I started to yell Then I heard this noise like a crunching twig And up jumped the devil, he's about this big He had a red on and a widow's peak and then a pointed tail and like a sulfury. Yes, it was him, all right. I swear I know it was. He had some human flesh stuff underneath his claws. You know it looked to me like it was titty skin. I said, you son of a bitch, because I was mad at him. Well, he just got out his floss and started cleaning his fangs. So I shot him with my shooter, said, bang, bang, bang. Then the sucker just laughed and said, Put it away! You know I ate it all up! Now what you gonna say? You ain't my Chrissy. Titties and all! Well, what about the beer then, boy? Uh, were the cans this tall? Even her boots? Would I lie to you? Shit, you must have been hungry. Yes! This is true! Don't they pay you good for the stuff that you do? Well, you know, I can't complain when the chicks come through. Well, I want my Chrissy, and I want my beer, so you just barf it back up. Now, devil, do you hear? Blow it out your ass, motorcycle man! I mean, I am the devil, do you understand? Just what will you give me for your titties and beer? I suppose you notice this little contract here. You're goddamn right, you son of a whore. Don't call That's me that. about the only reason I learned writing for. Give me that paper, bet your ass I will sign. Because I need a beer and it's titty squeezing time. Man, you can't fool me. You ain't that bad. 
should have seen some of the souls that I've had. Why, there was Milhouse Nixon and Agnew too. And both of those suckers was worse than you. Well, let's make a deal if you think that's true. I mean, you're the devil, so what you gonna do? Wait a minute, a tinge of doubt crosses my mind when you say that you want to make a deal with me. That's very, very true. I'm only interested in two things. Yeah. See if you can guess what they are. I would think, uh, let's see, maybe... Uh, well, I'll give, you, I'll give you two and, clues. Uh, let's see. Uh, Let go of your pickle. What? Let go of your pickle. I'm not holding my pickle. Well, who's holding your pickle then? I don't know. <laughs> She's at an audience. Hey, Dale, would you like to come up here and hold my pickle to satisfy this weird man out here on the stage? I'm only interested in two things, and that's titties and beer, you know what I mean? What? Titties yeah. and beer? Titties and beer, 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 titties and beer. No, don't sign it! Give me time to think! I mean, hold on a second, boy, because... And then the devil let go of his pickle and out jumped my girl. They heard the titties plop plopping all around the world. She said, I got me three beers and a fistful of downs and I'm gonna get ripped, so fuck you clowns. Then she gave us the finger, it was rigid and stiff. That's when the devil, he farted and she went right over the cliff. The devil was mad, I took off to my pen. I swear I do declare, how did she get back there? I swear I do declare, how did she get back there? I swear I do declare, how did she get back there? I swear I do declare, how did she get back there? I swear I do declare, how did she get back there? I swear I do declare, how did she get back there? Alright. It's like the same titties still. Those are some nice titties. But this movie sucks. Everything around it is terrible. <laughs> Titties cannot keep a movie afloat. Yeah, cannot keep a movie afloat. I don't think they made enough to be bothering with a, a third one, so I guess that's the end of that. Yeah. It, worked, it worked once. That was enough. Right. Some things don't oh, need boy. additional parts. You can just stop there. I think they really don't need to make Blade, Blade Runner 2. <laughs> like, why are you making that? You don't need that. Yeah, I, I could have sworn they said everything they needed to say in it Blade was, Runner. Say, second one, and the, only, and the Harrison Ford's going to be in it. All it's going to do is piss off people no matter what they think about the If they like think one way or the other about the original, they'll they'll still be pissed off at whatever they tell you in the new one. Like why? Why do that? I, why not just say don't bother and call it some other shit? Just change the name. You know, same story can be told. Yeah, I'm interested to see the um, the technology and how dystopian a future it can be. Because um, I mean, the Blade Runner man, it's it's dystopian as you can get, and uh, I've seen. Modern movies try to do the dystopian thing, but it just doesn't quite work because it's still still clean, but just not. You know, maybe they used they uh, used a different type of no, not film, but uh, filmed in different colors or something to make make it look grayer or something. But it well, just yeah, does. They adjust the color timing when they. 
when everything is being put together. They can. That's how come everything is orange and blue now. Or like uh, that uh, Batman yeah. versus Superman, where everything is sort of a brownish, almost sepia colored over the top of some greenish stuff. There's very yeah. little, very little, uh, you know, red unless something is exploding or intentionally red. You know, they pull a lot of yeah. the greens and stuff. So yeah, orange and blue it's, are the colors. Yeah. Is that a way to kind of hide the CG? A little That's bit. A little bit. They desaturate a lot too because they don't want. It's the way to hide the color. They for some reason are afraid to have color in a lot of those superhero movies. And uh, you know they don't want the suits to look stupid or whatever. But if you actually crank up your color on your TV to stupid levels, where it might put it back where it kind of was, you know, oh, that looks kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know if you had the link or if I found it or what, but yeah, there was a guy somewhere on the internet that uh, did the colors right for uh, for the last Superman movie. And man, that stuff popped. It looked great. Yeah, it like, wasn't so dark. Like that's what it looked like when they made it, and they intentionally decided to like make it look like it was filmed through a layer of seawater. Like what the hell? <laughs> make yeah. it look better. I mean, Why can't he be blue and red? He doesn't have to be sort of a greenish blue and black. You know? Right. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, we grew up with these colors popping. You know, in our faces, in our faces. <laughs> yeah, you can give him, you know, Batman, you can let pass because, you know, he's Batman. Sometimes he would wear that, but, you know, everybody doesn't need to be wearing that darker. They kind of lightened it up for Supergirl, but they still went a little bit dark. You know, there's no yellow around the S kind of thing and stuff like that. But Right. It's an improvement over the, the green and black thing, though. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, if you if you adjust it back, they, they, you know, the suit looked fine. That's why it looks good in pictures, but it looks bad on screen. Now, real quick, uh, you got me excited because I thought that that homecoming was gonna be about the Amazing Spider-Man two fifty, you know what? <laughs> but uh, they, I, I think they were saying that it's some uh, spectacular Spider-Man issues around and uh and i don't know if these are just uh reports that are just out there or if this is some real shit but some spectacular spider-man issues where uh peter parker's trying to kind of find his place in the world or where he came from or something and that's already been done there's a little bit of that involved probably but i think that uh there's a good chance that they're setting that up for the because they put in so many of the little things that they know that are for the fans to catch. I don't think they'd let that mm-hmm. go that obvious, you know. Without right. like the first wink to that was the suit moving, or like how come it's doing that? Is it is it metal? Is it got parts in it to do it? Is it is it the alien suit? What is that? You know, so they got you thinking. Then they put that out there. You know, so it's just a huge misdirection. Or they are actually going to lead to you know a post-credit scene where they all get sucked off to secret war. They don't get sucked off. They get <laughs> they all get pulled off the world to secret wars, you know. And then yeah. they could do uh, you know one of those Infinity Wars movies or whatever is actually Infinity War Secret War. They do that right. and then spit back to everybody gets shot back out. So Spider-Man comes back with the the alien suit, 
And uh, uh-huh. the Fantastic Four come back as characters that people give a shit about. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's and if they can work out the the money, everybody can pop back into the universe right then. Now the X Men can be in Avengers and shit like that. Yeah, crossover city, baby. Now the thing is, they they might have thought they had to battle DC, but since they just kind of blew it, you know, the pressure is off. <laughs> seriously, the Mar- Marvel can seriously lay an egg now with something and it would still be okay but yeah damn it yeah i don't i don't know how many times we can harp on batman versus superman but oh i'm not even it's, it's, i'll do it again <laughs> do they, it they again. said uh they said would you watch a four-hour cut said, well not really <laughs> i want you to make that two movies if it's a four-hour cut, four. you could easily turn it into the two movies it should have been and, and be to be done with it. Yeah, I mean that two and a half was really pushing my uh, superhero movie watching limits. I mean, I don't think I'd want to watch anything like in, was, in four hours in three D for sure. That'd be a, yeah. two hours is enough a headache after four hours of all that shit flying around. But in 2D, it wouldn't be all that much fun either. Yeah, I mean, uh, 3D doesn't bother me. I love it. I'll watch a 3D movie. I don't care. Uh, I love being immersed in it. Uh, the Avengers, what was it, the first? Yeah, the first Avengers. I saw that in 3D. That was awesome. The second Avengers in 3D wasn't as awesome as the first one, but it was still good. I still yeah, remember. I don't, being, I don't mind it either, yeah. but I don't think after, after long enough, I'd be like, okay, this is I'm done. <laughs> I've never tried it for that. Like Star Wars is like two hours and fifteen, plus the thirty minutes of shit they showed before that, so close to three hours. And you're like, okay, you know, this is starting to lose focus here. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, I know sit through mean. one of those twelve-hour marathon things they do. No, nah, I don't think so. I'd, I'd have to seriously be uh, in the right frame of mind because uh, what we used to do a lot were the midnight shows and uh, going to see the midnight showing of um, yeah, whatever the last thing was I saw. It was just like, oh, man, it is late. <laughs> just counting the minutes till you have to be up for work and stuff. It's like, oh, man, I can get two and a half hours of sleep if I get to bed now. Oh, yeah. That's all good. Those are better. Why are there 30 minutes of previews? Yeah, it was better when we were in school. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can uh, miss whatever my first period teacher's talking about when it comes to work. Shit. I got to be somewhat coherent. (laughs) Did you see the. NWA as garbage pale kids things. Yes, I sent you. The I don't easy. remember that. But the, no, yeah, that's new. It's, the... it's they just made those for. Oh them. no wonder. Oh okay, no so, wonder. It's part of the new line. They did rock and roll Hall of Fame ones. I saw like you know Kid Rock and Kendrick Lamar and some other people up there. Steve Miller. Okay. But uh, all the NWA ones, I said, well, you know, that's kind of cool because one of them is Dr. Dre. So, well, he started out doing the cabbage patch, and now he's a garbage pail kid. It just works out. <laughs> that is full circle right there. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, I thought it was, was funny that the one card actually is straight up easy does it. <laughs> we, yeah. we would have chased that down if they released that in the you know, in the eighties. Yeah, I don't even know what would it be easy. Uh, what do you what do you even make that into? Uh, greasy, greasy does it. <laughs> greasy E, I think that's it. This would have had him standing there in a puddle of Jerry Curl stuff that was drowning other people or something. There you go. But, you know, hopefully he would get the joke and be okay with it back then. But you might be seriously, uh, you know, dodging a bullet in the ass. Yeah, Am I getting paid? All right, then. <laughs>
Ah, uh, uh, Donna, pull yourself together.